the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. couple of crime stories for you. The family of the uh, little boy, Kyer Thomas, who died, the six-month-old twin now, one of the boys who was kidnapped um, a month ago. Um, the family is now saying that his mom was feeding him on Saturday night uh, a bottle, and he choked while uh, drinking the milk. And as I said yesterday, there will be an investigation of how he died there was an autopsy yesterday. They say it'll be three to six months before we get the results. Um, the focus right now should be on the unspeakable tragedy of losing a little boy after the joy of getting him back when he was kidnapped. Uh, it is not productive, necessary, or appropriate to be speculating about anything regarding this child's death other than uh, praying for the family that they can get through this uh, most difficult of times. Now, um, back to schools for a moment. I wish the governor, when he steps to the podium at the state house in a half an hour, would start with school choice like Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders did with an executive order in Arkansas, like Greg Abbott has done in Texas, like Doug Ducey, who's no longer the governor in Arizona, did already, and so popular with parents that leftist Marxist Katie Hobbs wouldn't think of touching it. South Carolina, Oklahoma, Missouri, Iowa, they've all done it. Ohio has not done it, and Ohio's not going to do it. I'm not going to lie to you like the uh, people who fundraised off the backpack bill, goading you into giving just a little bit more because if you give a little bit more, we'll get it passed. We thought we'd get it passed when Derek Maron was supposed to be the Speaker of the House when all the Republicans, all, everyone, came out of the caucus in November and said, we're going to vote for Derek Maron as Speaker. Jason Stevens was... By the way, one of the choices when Derek Maron was told he would be speaker, but mm, Jason Stevens went to work over the holidays and forged a coalition with all the Democrats. So Governor DeWine's not going to step up there and talk about schools today. And the teachers unions are happy about that because they don't want competition because they can't win that competition. And they would like to see homeschooling go away, which is why, which is why, they are so excited about this story out of Upper Sandusky, where an Ohio couple, I love how this is written on the chief woke website in town. Well, that's a tough battle, actually. The Dispatch and NBC4 would wage quite a battle for most woke website in town. But NBC, MSNBC, Morning Joe, I mean, come on, you know where NBC's loyalties lie in politics. I love how, how they euphemize all these words in this story, which shows they don't have the proof nailed down. But hey, hey, it's a good rumor that fits our innuendo, so let's publicize it. One Ohio couple is said to be supplying Nazi-approved material for homeschooling, according to online reports. Boy, 
You have to qualify that twice in the lead sentence, said to be, and according to online reports. Now, how many of you know how to start your own website? How many of you have your own website? Online reports can come from any place, anywhere, anybody. The fact that something is reported online lends it zero credibility at all. Okay? But that's what they cite. Online reports is said to be. Now state leaders are calling for more homeschooling regulations. State leaders. Gee, I wonder what side of the aisle they're on. Gee, I wonder. So according to this story, there's a couple in Upper Sandusky that are using Telegram to disseminate materials that are um, expressing allegiances to Nazism and things of that nature. If If that's true, shut them down. If that's true, shut them down. Now, look, we homeschooled for five or six years. We had to go through a rigorous approval of our curriculum. We were monitored by our local school district. It's my assumption. It's my assumption. I don't know that I assume this was part of state law. If it's not part of state law, it should be part of state law. Homeschoolers have nothing to hide. They have nothing to hide. They should have nothing to hide. The education of our children in the state of Ohio is consequential enough that if you want to homeschool your kid, great but you should have to prove that it's an authentic education. My kids had to take exams at the end of every year, and they had to score a certain level on the exam. Say, well, they could cheat. Well, I suppose they could. But the overwhelming percentage of homeschoolers who are also people of deep faith would push back against the notion that you would cheat on the test to reach the stipulated achievement level. I just, I just wouldn't do it. So um, it's amazing to me that this is, and this is going to get all kinds of run because, hey, hey, every story out there about homeschoolers is complimentary and, man, public education. Are there any stories that are uncomplimentary about public education? Why wouldn't you know? I hold in my hand two right now. Headline. Former Hilliard Darby teacher accused of multi-year sexual relationship with student. Hmm. Maybe he was wearing one of those I'm safe badges. Who knows? No, I think those are relatively new. This dates back to uh, 2010. Girl came forward recently, said the teacher kissed her in a classroom on her 18th birthday and engaged in other sexual content before the girl graduated. Then she went back to... Uh, one of the Hilliard schools, Darby High School, as a student teacher. And wouldn't you know, the teacher that had kissed her and then had made unwanted sexual advances turned out to be her mentor as a student teacher. Uh, that student teacher's name is uh, Brian Tanti. He is 48 years old. He now faces a sexual battery charge. You're saying, wait a minute, she was 18. Under Ohio law, even if a student is 18, it is illegal for a teacher or a student to engage in sexual conduct. And this is good. This keeps predators from preying upon students but at the point where well i yeah i i was i'm glad you said that because i i was interested in the story yesterday and i was thinking 18 yeah okay i will not venture a guess as to whether or not if she had graduated it would have been okay but she was clearly not graduated at the time that this began okay gotcha so the origination of the relationship i think would make anything that Gotcha. Post-dates yeah. the origination. Illegal activity. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't creepy, but I'm saying at the point where she was 18, yeah. 
Well, but, you have under influence you, over, but, over kids. Right. And But you pointed out she was still in high school. Still in high school. At, at the age of 18. Yes. Got it. Thank you. Another headline. Former Bloom Carroll AD coach to plead to sexual conduct with then-student athlete. Chad Little, former AD at Bloom Carroll High School, has decided that he's going to plead guilty to something, unlawful sexual conduct with a student athlete, according to court documents, and he is going to accept if everything proceeds as it is expected to, given the agreement between the prosecutor and his defense attorneys, he is going to agree to spend four years and six months in prison. That sentence will come down on March the 9th. He was a coach at Bloom Carroll, girls basketball, I believe, and he began an illegal relationship with a girl in 2018. It ended in 2020. Uh, she came forward Semi-recently, Mr. Little resigned from his position at Bloom Carroll in early November. So when you hear, and you will hear, about the uh, homeschooling Nazis in Upper Sandusky, uh, remember that there are twice as many stories today, and there are often no stories denigrating homeschooling, On days, there are many other stories about things that have gone awry in our schools. And why wouldn't they, really? If we're going to allow our teachers, and we are allowing our teachers, to what? Talk to students about sexual matters. Talk to students about identity. Show students books that depict graphic sex scenes. And anytime parents push back against a book that has sexual themes, suicidal themes perverted, demented, satanic themes. Oh, you're book banning. Oh, book banning. No, banning a book is eradicating a book from all, all available distribution platforms. You can't find it anywhere. You can't order it on Amazon. You can't find it at your public library. Taking it out of the school library is not banning it. But language is where the leftists try to win. Well, if you, like me, today were thinking, hmm, I wish this winter weather would go away, uh, just know that if you are wishing for the end of winter weather, you are wishing for the arrival of $4 a gallon gas. Uh, That is, uh, according to Patrick DeHaan of GasBuddy.com, an inevitability that in April, he says, we are going to be paying $4 for gasoline. Now, as you roll that around in your mind, I'm curious if you're thinking what I'm thinking. And what I'm thinking is, I hope it's only $4. That's what I'm thinking. Because the way it has shot up in recent weeks, it's gone up for five consecutive weeks. Five consecutive weeks. National average was three forty nine a gallon on Sunday. So, hey, congratulations. We're above the national average. Because it's three fifty five or three sixty five. Everywhere I go, which is 33 cents more than a month ago and 14 cents higher than a year ago. Remember where we went to a year ago plus a couple months? Oh, we not only went to $4 a gallon, we went to 5 and 5 plus. So this is not a promising development, and you just tell me. Was the Biden administration in the summer of 2023 have any incentive? 
to lower our gas prices. They've already sucked all the oil that they can out of the strategic petroleum reserves. They're not going to be able to do that anymore to provide a momentary respite of 10 to 12 cents reduction per gallon. And I doubt the House Republicans would let them do it if they had any say, which they probably don't. But don't worry. You're not only going to be paying more for the gasoline you put in your car, you're also soon going to be paying more for the natural gas that heats your home. Public Utilities Commission of Ohio late last week signed off on a settlement that will, the PUCO says, will raise residential customers' rates by 3 to $4 more per month if you're in that fixed monthly cost category. Okay, Now, who is in that category? Well, the people who are low income. Columbia Gas and the PUCO say that the fixed rates for residential customers will rise $3.76 per month in time for the March bill. So a month from now. But there's a catch. Of course there is. The settlement with the PUCO also authorizes Columbia Gas to extend programs that allows it to recover costs for replacing aging gas lines along with the cost of capital improvements over the next five years. Well, they did some of those capital improvements out by me. Some people on my road wanted gas, and so there they were, mucking up our commute for like a month, digging up my yard, not doing a, not even attempting to fix it in a way that would comport with how I would fix it. So I'll have that to fix in the spring at my expense. So they can put new lines in and they can fix old lines and they get to bill you for that. Mm. Now, what will that cost you? Well, the PUCO is thinking ahead. So they cap the amount that Columbia Gas can charge you for that. So they can charge you up to $8.47 more for investments in new lines, and they can charge you as much as $8.74 more for repairs to existing lines. So if you combine the $8.47 and the $8.74, along with the $3 or $4 more per month for the actual gas, then the Environmental Law and Policy Center says you're going to be paying $20 more per month for your gas in March. Because they have it right in the PUCO language with Columbia Gas that the exceed that the new total price of your bill cannot exceed more than $56.51. And if you are on that plan now, you are paying $37 a month. So, I mean, you can bet against it going up to $56.51 per month if you want to. I'm not a betting man, but I would not bet against it going closer to $56.51. I laugh at the absurdity of the whole thing. I don't laugh because it's funny. I laugh at the absurdity of it. Now, this serves both Kia and Hyundai right. Two major insurance companies are going to start refusing to cover certain models made by Kia and Hyundai. State Farm and Progressive have stopped writing policies for Kias and Hyundais manufactured between 2015 and 2019 due to how easy it is to steal them. 
real Kia boys in Columbus can attest. Now, supposedly, what I have gleaned from Fox's coverage of this is that if you go to your local police department, apparently Hyundai and Kia have outfitted some local police departments with steering wheel locks so that you can avoid people breaking into your car and I'll just say it, they're stealing it with an iPhone charger cord, right? That's what they're doing. They're stealing it with an iPhone charger cord. That will start the car. Say, so, well, you just told them. I doubt very many Kia boys listen to the Bruce Hooley show. I've probably chased them all away with my advocacy for punishment in the event that they commit a crime and with my uh, crusade against gangs, although I have been unable to get Mary Andrew Ginther to join me in that. So check with your local police department. Maybe maybe something will happen and you can uh, get to be a bit safer with your Kia or your Hyundai. Now, speaking of safer, uh, NBA superstar Stephen Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Probably if you're a Cavs fan, you're not a fan of Steph Curry. He has been a thorn in the side of the Cavs ever since the three years the Cavs and the Warriors played in the NBA Finals. Steph Curry is a... Big Barack Obama guy, he's a big Joe Biden guy. He has appeared at Democratic conventions, um, touting Democratic policies. He joined Obama at a town hall for racial equality in 2019. In 2020, he um, had a photo with Joe Biden and Steph Curry's family to endorse Biden for president, and Steph Curry gave ten grand to Colin Kaepernick-linked charities, and he called Donald Trump's possible run for the presidency in 2024, a threat to the nation. So Steph Curry is all in on Democratic policies, except when they come close to where Steph Curry lives. Where does he live? Well, he lives in the San Francisco Bay Area, of course, but not just anywhere. He lives in Atherton, California. You say, I've never heard of Atherton, California. Well, it is the zip code in the United States of America that has the highest per acre cost. What do you think an acre of land goes for in Atherton, California? Around here, the last time I bought an acre of land, it went for 5000 I think it's probably closer to 10000 now. An acre of land in Atherton, California goes for $8 million. $8 million. Steph Curry lives in Atherton, California, and he doesn't want people to live in Atherton, California with him if they're going to live in a one-and-a-half-acre lot where they are planning... Low-income housing. Steph Curry says this will be a threat to him and the safety of his family. And he says if you're going to build it, then he wants the city to build taller fencing to block his sight lines of this property. It's a shame Steph Curry can't afford that higher fencing. He only makes $48 million a year. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.